Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Ah, my, my, my. This is Morning Glory. This is Apostle Darlene. And mm, mm, mm. my, 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 my. Well, hallelujah. A Mary Mary done said it all. You know, I, I don't know about you, but uh, there's no way in the world you're going to make me believe that everything that I've been through, glory to God, and as far as I've come and as far as you've come, that now God's going to say, okay, you're on your own. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Glory to God. Can't nobody uh, make me believe that he brought us this far, and then that's it. No, no, no. You know, I thank God for our prophetess Yvette because, uh, she um, uh, uh, motivated me to go ahead and write this book. And everybody had been telling me to write the book before, but uh, she was like, no, this is how you can do it. You know, a lot of times, same thing uh, when people preach. They tell you what you should do, but they don't tell you how to do it. And that's the problem I've had with a lot of preaching. You know, we've gotten into people, we sat down and, and we got in the pew, and they started telling us everything that we wasn't doing right. And we're like, well, I knew I was doing stuff right when I got here. You know what I'm saying? But so now give me an answer. Give me a solution. And I pray that that's the kind of ministry that I have now, that I don't just tell people, well, you know, you really need to do this and you need to do that. And then don't, excuse me, and then don't give them a, a way out. Come on now. Or don't give them uh, instructions on how you can make it better, what you can do. And so I thank God that she um, told me to write the book because as I've been writing the book, um, and for many of you that have written books before, um, you start thinking and remembering stuff that you forgot about. And as bad as I uh, remember some things, I'm like, good Lord, I went through that when I went through that because it just refreshes your memory. Uh, glory to God. It stimulates a lot of things that you have been through. It brings it back. And so when I, as writing this book, it's a cathartic, uh, it's, it's therapeutic, it's uh, helping me get over some things that, you know, I, I didn't realize that I needed to still get healed from. But it also shows me, hallelujah, how the hand of the Lord was upon me, even when I didn't know it, even when I didn't realize it. Same thing for many of you. I know it's painful sometimes to look back over some of the things that we've been through, but what it does, hallelujah, it gives you the uh, motivation and uh, the, the strength to realize, I went through that. Recently, a couple of days ago, uh, somebody just uh, did something that I just didn't understand. You know, uh, sometimes we think that uh, certain relationships that they can, you know, take uh, uh, certain storms. And, and when you've been through storms with certain people, you feel like that has bonded you together and that you would understand each other. And so, you know, you just take it for granted. Now, I'm not saying that this thing is never going to get back together. But what I'm trying to say is that I just didn't understand how you still uh, don't know that I would never, ever, you know, do anything especially publicly, uh, to hurt or humiliate you. And so, you know, it, it bothered me, uh, glory to God. Uh, but then I realized, hallelujah, I said, you know what? At first I was trying to feel sad and sorry for myself, and thank God for the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Uh, he's our friend. He's, he was there through everything. Come on now, hallelujah. Before uh, we were even formed in our mother's womb, the Bible lets us know that he knew us, hallelujah. And so, you know, the Holy Ghost has been there all the time, even if we didn't understand it or we didn't recognize it. He was always there. 
And, he, you know, the Holy Ghost brought back to me, remember, he said, ha, you went through that. Mm. And then you went through that. And you went through that. And you went through that. And you think this is going to kill you? I love him. I love him. I love him. I said, you're absolutely right. And same thing for many of you. Hallelujah. This thing now that you're going through, that the enemy's trying to make you feel like, child, you ain't going to be able to make it through this. Think about all the other things that your daddy has brought you through. And you're at this place in your life. And guess what? You're going to keep on making it. Glory to God. Because after you've been through a certain amount of things, it does make you tough. I used to be jealous when I would see um, uh, families, you know, uh, the, the mother and the father and, and this and that. I told you guys I grew up in the projects, in uh, Queensbridge projects, uh, and I found out when I did some research it's the biggest uh, housing projects in the world, glory to God, much let alone New York City. And so um, I, I saw some stuff, and I went through some stuff. And while I was living in the projects, you know, my mother died. And so not only am, now I'm living in the projects, I'm 13, and most of you know, even for people that are Jewish, that's the time that they say that a boy becomes a man, and he has his bar mitzvah, and the, uh, a, a young lady becomes a woman. She has her bar mitzvah because that's your uh, your. Uh, uh, what is it called? You're, you, when you're going through a crossroads in your life and now you're changing, you're not a woman or a man yet, but you're definitely on your way there. And that's the time you really need guidance. A young lady definitely needs her mother uh, during that time, you know, and and, uh, and, and a, a boy, same thing. He needs, you know, a man. And so, you know, with all those different things I was going through, um, I remember I would see people and I'm like, oh, Lord, how come they have a mother and a father? Or by living in the projects, I told you guys that I was able to uh, go to a, a good school in another area because um, uh, I was a music and art major, and my father wouldn't let me go to music and art high school because he didn't think I had enough academics. So they sent me to another high school that majored in music and art, but I could get the academics as well. And so when I got out there to uh, uh, St. Albans, um, you know, Queens area, I saw black people, yes, uh, nice houses and all that. And I really didn't know that, you know, uh, that we were living like that. I thought everybody lived in the projects. Just like people that were poor, uh, grew up poor, you just thought everybody, that's how it was. You didn't even realize you were poor. You know, you just thought that, you know, this is the way of life. And so when I got out there and I saw uh, black people with a, a daddy and a mother and, and living a certain kind of way, I was very uh, jealous. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I wasn't jealous that I didn't like them, but I was jealous that I wish that it could be me. But God blessed me to become very close friends with many of them, and you know, they welcomed me into their home. And a lot of times, instead of going all the way back to the projects, on the weekend I could stay with them. But I'm saying that to say that as I've gotten to see some of them later on in life, and many of them, you know, we connected on Facebook, you know, now they're going through some things, and they can't handle it. And so for those of us that have gone through some stuff early on in life, we didn't understand that God was preparing us and shaping us and making us strong, hallelujah, so that we could be the people that we are today. A lot of those people that I was uh, jealous about, glory to God, they had to go through trials and tribulations as they got older as well. And maybe many of them, you know, leaned on their mother and their father, glory to God, whereas I had to lean on me. And, you know, I also had a relationship with Jesus early on, even though it wasn't uh, the fullness that it is now, but I knew him and I loved him. What are you saying, Apostle? I'm saying that, listen, uh, we've been through some stuff, many of us, glory to God. But at the end of the day, uh, God's not going to leave us in this mess. 
Uh, some of us, we feel like, you know what, I should be a lot further along than I am, especially when you look at other people and you compare yourself to what other people's ministries are or this or that. But listen, God knows the way that we would take. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that. Listen, I sent you the way I sent you. I allowed you to go the way you went. Because I knew that's the way that you needed to go to be able to do the things that you needed to do. Hallelujah. I became a caretaker at an early age, glory to God. And even now, I got people calling me ma, uh, some of them younger than me and some of them older than me. But I got that spirit of nurturing on me that, you know, uh, because I didn't have it, uh, God gave it to me. Because I wasn't nurtured, but he taught me how to be that. And so that's part of my ministry, and I believe that's the attractive part of my ministry because there's many that need to be mothered. Some people had mothers, and their mother still wasn't a mother to them. Come on now. And so I'm saying that to say that whatever God allowed you to go through, glory to God, it made you who you are, authentically you. I have the mothering piece. You might have the um, financial piece uh, because you know how to uh, do things industriously and you know how to uh, make money. Or you might be like, you know, uh, uh, some other people that are technically savvy, uh, glory to God, uh, and because and, that's how God made you. Hallelujah. Uh, you might be somebody just really bold, glory to God. Uh, I was looking at a, a, um, a YouTube thing where the young lady uh, was on the train preaching. I, I don't know if I could do that. I've, I've been on the streets preaching, but I don't know if I could be on a subway car uh, preaching, glory to God, uh, because uh, – uh, people are mean <laughs> in uh, uh, New York City and some other places. I don't know if I would be able to do that. Uh, and so I'm saying that whatever she went through, uh, glory to God, made her as uh, bold as she can be. Hallelujah. Uh, and so I'm saying that uh, let's not um, uh, get weary in well-doing. Mm. Uh, let's not uh, get tired because uh, many of us are tired. And I got my hand raised, too, glory to God. Uh, but when I think of all the things that he brought me through from a child to now and how he was always there, same thing for you. I know you think that, you know, you were so um, uh, savvy and, and, you know, you were so street smart that you're the one that got you out that situation. No, no, no. It was him. A uh, young lady, I don't know if she's on the line this morning. Um, of course, I'm not going to name her name. And um, uh, she's a pastor, and I was uh, up late last night uh, talking to her, uh, glory to God. And, 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 and she was molested by uh, so many people in her family. And she's going through a trial. she got to go to court, third trial, to testify against them. You know, and then she's been through some other stuff as well. And so I, I say, my God, you know, how was she able, uh, glory to God, uh, to make it through that? But God was with her because she's in her right mind. Come on now. She's ministering the gospel. And someone else has been through their family molesting them. I've heard people many times, you know, say that, you know, uh, they were molested. But not that amount of people and not their family you know, and then was set up by somebody in her family for it to happen. How cruel. She should be somewhere right now uh, in a corner blowing bubbles, not knowing her name. But she isn't. Uh, she asked for help because she knew she needed some help. And, you know, and, and of course, you know, I'm going to be there. Hallelujah. Because I am my brother's keeper. Hallelujah. And, and you know, uh, somebody was there for me. And sometimes we think, oh, because I was strong. No, God was there. He sends people to help. And so I'm saying that to say that if she ah, 
could go through everything that she's been through and still be positive and, and still are walking upright. You know, we all can do what we have to do. Some people have had sickness, uh, glory to God, and, and others have had uh, other trials. But the bottom line is he was there. He was there. Hallelujah. And when you look back now, you think, you know what? Uh, he was there because I remember when this happened or that happened. Y'all have heard all a million of my stories about the shootouts and the blah, 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 and the this and that. And I didn't realize he was there. Even he was there uh, when I was riding in a car with that guy, Mousy, and he threw the, um, the little pouch in my lap with the drugs and the gun. And I was like, oops, you know, when the police pulled us over. But I remember I looked out the window, and I was in front of St. Rita's Church, and I saw the, uh, the cross, and I saw the statues. And I said, Lord, please help me out of this. You know, I knew to pray. And he was there because we, you know, got to go. You know what I'm saying? What if they would have uh, uh, searched me? And that was so dirty for him to do that. I look back, but God was then trying to get me, uh, pull me out from the people that I was around. Hallelujah. But I'm saying that to say he's there. He's there through your sixth trouble and even through your seventh, and even through your 7,000 for many of us. Hallelujah. And so that same God, when you were showing your behind, come on, because I was too, he, he was there then. How much more is he going to be with us that we're now we're seeking his face? Come on now. We've invited him into our life. We've asked him to be our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. And for many of us, we're doing our best to, uh, to complete our assignment. You think that now he would leave us? You think that now he will let the, uh, uh, the enemy overcome us? No, he won't. And no, he doesn't. And so this morning, I just came to let you know what I know in my knower, deep down, that this God, hallelujah, he's sovereign. This God, hallelujah, he loves you with an everlasting love. And he's brought us this far, just like Mary Mary just sang. And I promise you, he's not going to leave you now. Uh-uh, he's not that God. Now, this person recently that all... You know, every time I would talk to them, they would talk about always. They would sign everything always, you know. Uh, well, what's going on? Oh, don't worry about it. You know, daughter, I got you always. Really? Hallelujah. Even when I'm, uh, uh, anyway, hallelujah. Uh, but I know somebody that does have us always. Hallelujah. Always and forever. Glory to God. That used to be my song. <laughs> oh, boy, I would tell you a little funny story about always and together, oh, forever, but I'll hold it for another time. Mm. Oh, y'all know that song, always and forever. Uh-huh. Look at y'all going back to your old school. This moment with you. Yep. Oh, well, I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> Ciao. Hallelujah. My words been. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I'm riding along. Now, what is the um the chances of this? Hallelujah. And, you know, ugh, I had been done, done with this husband. He was a husband already, even though I was still married to him. And I'm riding along, uh, coming down uh, uh, South Orange Avenue. For those of you that in Jersey, you all know what I'm talking about. And uh, 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 all of a sudden, I'm, I was listening to, you know, the what you call them program, you know, the – I don't know if it was Wendy Williams or one of them, but it was an um, R&B station, yes. She likes old school, still does. Hallelujah. Uh, if that's a, a sin, God forgive me. But I like the old school songs. And so um, they said, um, we want to, um, <laughs> there's a dedication oh, to Darlene. 
I'm James. And the song started playing. I almost had an accident. I'm like, first of all, what if I hadn't turned on the radio? Second of all, this Negro has the audacity to be uh, dedicating a song to me always and forever. The devil is a liar. And so anyway, I just, you know, I thought I'd throw that in for a jokey joke, but that really did happen. And so, you know, everything isn't always and forever. Thank God, hallelujah, that song was wrong. Uh, uh, the blood of Jesus. Yes, I just thought about that. Amen. Oh, I could tell y'all we friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, Heidi's talking about city reaching love. Amen. People often ask how the church can reach their city. Many books have been dedicated to, to discussing strategies for doing this. I only believe in one method. It begins with a holy hunger among God's people to be filled with him, to be filled with his spirit to overflowing, to be filled with his loving kindness, to be filled with him and yet want more and more of him. My, my, my. Where God's people are filled to overflowing with his presence, it will spill out everywhere. True. Acts of loving kindness break out all over a city, and people are touched by the love of God. Acts of unwarranted generosity begin to happen everywhere, and people begin to take notice. Radical love is demonstrated practically, and people are amazed and humbled by it. And this way, we begin to reach a city. I want to put a pin right there. The church that um, uh, Evangelist Darlene and myself uh, used to go to, uh, we would have um, uh, many times on Saturdays, we would have prayer um, with uh, our deaconess, uh, Margo, and some more of us. Uh, We would uh, uh, pray and pray and pray. One time, hallelujah, um, uh, we prayed and people came in on a Sunday, hallelujah, and said that the reason why they came to the church uh, the next day was because they could feel the prayer uh, on the sidewalk outside the church. And we were so, oh, oh my goodness, that blessed us so uh, to know. And that's real, hallelujah. Uh, for those of you that want to start a revival, just pray. Pray for real. And the spirit of the living God will touch people. Sometimes you know and sometimes you don't know. Uh, this time we were able to find out because the people testified that that's why they came to the church. But for many of us, hallelujah, uh, as you're praying, uh, that's just to me um, uh, just a, a motivation to keep on praying uh, because it's like shockwaves going out. Hallelujah. And you don't know who you're touching. Hallelujah. So keep on praying. And especially if you want to see your your, your neighborhood change, pray and get some more people to with you together to pray and watch God change some things. Amen. As I have said many times, revival has a face and a name. It is great to bring together the body of Christ from right across a particular city and meet together to worship God in a big hall or stadium. That's wonderful, but it's often not the solution to reaching a city. Countless acts of repeated kindness and love can change the atmosphere of a city, and that takes patience, endurance, and commitment. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. That's Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Cities are reached when every single believer is so filled with the Holy Spirit that he is manifested all over the city all the time. Cities are reached when we are so full of Jesus' joy that people everywhere are astounded by him and attracted to him. Keep on being filled. 
Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and a servant, and a sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2. That's real. Uh, people are drawn by the love, and prayer definitely draws people. I found that um, I was talking to the young lady that I was talking to last night, and we were talking about forgiveness, and I was trying to explain to her that I've never been able to continue to dislike or hate someone that I was praying for. Uh, that thing will change everything. When you start praying for your city instead of complaining about it or start praying for the people that's hurting you, uh, they change and you change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I know a lot of people, uh, I'm not in the, oh, my goodness, I've heard people that are in a, a position. I heard a bishop one time say, um, well, that's just words. And I'm thinking to myself, what part did you miss in a, 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 you know, Christianity 101? God framed the world with words. And so, you know, words do matter. Words can change things. Words do have power. Hallelujah. The power of life and death is in these tongues and words. And when you pray the word of God over the city or you pray the word of God uh, over people that you love, glory to God, it works. Hallelujah. These words have power. Jesus told us that. He said, these words that I give you, they're power and they're life. And so we must remember that. Keep praying, family. Uh, don't give up. Don't be worrying well-doing. Glory to God. Because I don't know about you, but I just cannot believe he brought me this far or you this far to leave us. Amen. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come, first of all, we just want to say thank you. God, we want to say thank you because you've been such a good God. And, God, you're deserving of all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Lord, we love you today. Hallelujah. Nobody like you. Can't nobody do us like Jesus. While we were yet sinners, you commended your love towards us. And for that, we just want to say thank you, Lord. God, we thank you that you've never left us nor forsaken us, that many have come and gone, Father God. But hallelujah, God, you've been that constant in our life. You've been that uh, rock. Hallelujah. You've been that bridge over troubled waters. My, my, my. You've been our comforter and our friend. Hallelujah. You've been the lover of our soul. And for that, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Father God, that even this is a new day that you've given us. And we thank you, Father God, that we'll write on this day. Hallelujah. We'll use our tongue like the pen of a ready writer. And we're going to speak good things over our life. We're going to decree and declare that this is the day that you've made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We're going to decree and declare that things are going to turn around. And the things that we can see, Father God, that hallelujah, that they're um, things that are eternal. And that you are working, hallelujah, in the background. You are working, hallelujah, uh, invisibly, and that even though we might not see it manifested yet in the natural, we know, hallelujah, that you're not a man that you would lie, nor the son of man that you would repent. But if you said it, you'll do it. And if you spoke it, you will bring it to pass. And so, Father God, we're holding on to their promises because all the promises of God, they're yes and amen. And so, Father, this day, we got it with expecting hope. We know, Father God, that you got us. No matter what happens today, you're already there. God, I'm asking that you will continue, Father God, to make provision for each one on this line and their families, Father God. I thank you for the blood that covers us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Thank you that you hide us in the cleft of the rock. Thank you that you're touching and healing bodies. Thank you, Father God, for who you are and for what you do. Lord, we ask you to please don't forget your rules on blessed with peace. 
My God, help these United States of America, uh, help our president, Father God, uh, put people around him how do, that are godly, uh, put people around him with wisdom. Uh, God, uh, uh, put a watch over his mouth in the name of Jesus. Uh, let him know when to speak, what not to speak, how to speak. Oh, God, uh, give him the tongue of a ready rider. I'm asking it in the name of Jesus because his words, my, 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 uh, they have a lot of weight. And so, Father, I thank you that he would uh, uh, stop for a moment before he speaks. Glory to God. So the things that he says are edifying to the hearer and edifying to this country and to this world. God, I thank you for who you are in our lives. God, I thank you right now for the people all across this world that have need of you. My Lord, please have mercy, Father. And all this sex trafficking that's going on uh, with young ladies, young boys, and even older people. My God, have mercy, Father. Please fix it. And even the uh, the prisons, Father God, that many are in prison just because uh, money can be made off of them. The devil is a liar. We take a third of this multi-billion dollar industry called prison that are just incarcerating people, knowing that uh, there's no reason. Ah, Have mercy, God. Please fix this in the name of Jesus and open doors for those, Father God, that have been wrongly accused. God, open the door and make a way of escape for them, I pray, especially those that have uh, come to a prison and gotten saved. Father, have mercy in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we ask all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ, and we call them done. Please meet us tonight at 8 p.m. for Takeover Tuesday. God bless you. I love you. Have a great day.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.